guys, it's Sam and welcome back to my channel. Oops, sorry, wrong platform. You may know me as Samantha Nicole on YouTube, but I decided to take a step out of my comfort zone and make a podcast. Trendy, right? So welcome to Sam Talks, where we discuss Christian topics, life because of legit struggle, and pure randomness. Okay, enough rambling. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast and I'm super excited because today we're starting a new journey, a new series and it's going to be um, about sharing testimonies, people's stories about God and I'm super excited because the Bible does tell us how important these testimonies are. This is my attempt at spreading testimonies and I hope you enjoy. Um, so today's guest is Jessica. Um, I used to dance with her and she reached out to me that she would like to uh, partake in this so I am just going to call her. Hey! Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm on the verge of dance right now, so I'm off until 7 and then I have two more hours. Oh, that's so much fun. So, um, if you... Yeah. So, if you do not know um, that Jessica was my friend, basically, um, we met through dance, and we kind of danced together for... I don't even know how long. Probably about, like, five years? Four or five years? Um... Yeah, so we haven't seen each other in a little while just because, you know, life, but I was super excited for her to reach out to me. So Jessica, the way this is going to work is I'm going to give you like some loose questions um, that you can kind of run with um, and just kind of tell your story just um, to the extent that you're comfortable with. Is that cool? Awesome. All right, so first we're going to start um, with your story. So your life before your encounter with Jesus, can you describe that for me? Um, so can you like go over some like specific events that led you to encounter Jesus? Yeah. 
I just, I really didn't talk to anyone. And because I had never been in a situation before where I didn't know a single person. So I was like so alone and like, I was so scared to talk to anyone. And so I really just like shut off. And I thought if I made myself miserable enough, my parents would see that like moving here was a bad choice and we moved back, which of course. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to do. Um, so then we go through sixth grade and then seventh grade is about to start. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're staying here for a little while. And people didn't, I thought, let's like maybe talk to some people starting in seventh grade because I don't want to be miserable like this. And people won't really know me as the new girl so much anymore. So it'll be okay. So I started talking to some more people in seventh grade and just meeting people that like had a relationship with God and were all about the Lord. He was on fire for him. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, this is so cool. These people go to church because they want to. They do like, like what I was just so confused and interested by that. So I started, I think in eighth grade, I started going to the youth events, youth group events at um, Parkway with them. And it just kind of one thing led to another, honestly. And then freshman, so I was going to Parkway events for a few years. And then freshman year, one of my friends is in a worship band at Parkway. And they have, like, student Sundays where the students get to play in the worship band. And they were like, you should come and watch. Your family should come to service and watch me yeah. play. And I was like, okay. And so we went, and we never went back. And I have been at Parkway ever since. And it's really loving it and like growing my relationship with God every day and really he since then I've done so many amazing things I've been on international mission projects and been to huge camps and all kinds of like crazy awesome stuff that is so awesome. Um, so now we're going to talk about, like, more the decision aspect. Um, so how did you respond to, like, your first encounter with Jesus? Like, when did you first, like, say, you know, he is Lord. Like, I feel him. Yeah, see, that is kind of blurry for me because mm-hmm. I always, like, identified myself as a Christian and as a Catholic. You're baptized when you're little as an infant. Right, and right, right. You can be baptized as an adult, but most of them are infant baptisms. So I always kind of, like, and there's not a real premise in Catholicism of, like, the moment you are saved, it's kind of like you're baptized Mm -hmm. into it, I guess. And so I always kind of, like, had you asked me when I was younger and lived in New Jersey, I'd be like, yeah, I'm a Christian, like, I believe in Jesus, all that. So I would just say, like, I, I've probably been a believer ever since I was really little, but I didn't, like, understand what it meant until I started to, like, really dig into, like, Bible studies and uh, fellowshipping with other people and stuff like that. So it's hard to, like, pinpoint a specific, like, date and time, but... Um, yeah, I can like I can relate to that so much because I did grow up in the church as well. Like I grew up um, in the Church of Christ, not Catholic, but like I felt like I I went to church because my parents told me to, and if I didn't, I would get in trouble. And I was like I like I knew I knew God was real, but I didn't I didn't really know who He was. Like I never talked to Him. Like I would pray, but it'd be kind of those like the little petty pa- like petty prayers where it's just like you know like yeah. thank you thank you for you know my food you know thank you for my blessings like. 
I just said it to be saying it. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like on fire for God. Yeah, and like I would, I wouldn't want to go to any youth group events because I was pretty like at the time my church was like very small and I was like the only girl my age and I was just like I nobody likes me and that was completely not true but you know you get in your own head and it was just like yeah. it was like I I, I don't want to go and then I yeah. eventually got baptized um I got baptized when I was around 17 um that was it's kind of late I guess if compared to my other friends but yeah. like I didn't really want to get baptized when when everybody else was like around like 11 or 12 because I felt like that wasn't when I was ready, you know? Like, I had a feel that I was ready. So that was a little later for me, but cool, cool, cool. Um, so now let's talk about um, some of the positive changes in your life since you have, you know, claimed Jesus. Okay, so I would definitely say one of the things um, that I'm really grateful for, as much as I hated moving, it's probably one of the best things that's happened to me because I keep in touch with I would say regularly with one of my friends, and I used to have a lot more. We've just fallen off since then, but I'm seeing on social media what they're doing and how they're acting, and they're drinking, they're doing drugs, they're partying, and all this stuff. And like one of them actually was in a drunk driving car accident and oh my was gosh. in a neck brace for for a month. Yeah, and I just like see that, and I know that I would most likely be a part of that because there was nothing up there to stop me other than my parents and of course I respect my parents I'm not going to go like crazy rebellious but I know that like personally I would want to do it for the sake of being popular and for the sake of Mm -hmm. having fun because that's what everyone else is doing so I definitely see like that but I also see that like um I just I kind of have a much more positive outlook on things because as we all know, life can get very stressful, and especially, yes. like, in high school, like, you have to do well on every test, and you have to, they, sometimes you kind of feel like if you don't get it right 100% of the time, your future is going to fall apart, mm-hmm. and so one of the biggest things for me is that, like, I really take comfort in the fact that I can screw up all I want, but God's still in control, and God has a plan for my life, and He knows what's going to happen before I even do it. So, like, he knows what college I'm going to go to, <laughs> even if I fail this test tomorrow that I have. No. <laughs> and, and it's set for me. And so, and even though it might not be what I want, it's going to be okay and it's going to be good because he works all things for good and he has it set up in a certain way. Just like when I was moving, I thought, this is miserable, this is awful, I don't want to do this it's turned out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me so there's I definitely have that trust and that like uh peace that I don't think a lot of people have that like okay I'm gonna do my best but if I fail and I will fail mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay yeah 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 like blessings in disguise all the way <laughs> yeah all right so my last question we kind of glazed over this a little bit but I don't know if you want to like dig a little deeper but um when did God become more than a word to you? Okay, let's see. Um, I would say, like, I probably started taking God seriously around eighth grade, the beginning of ninth grade. Um, and I continue to learn, like, what it means and take him even more seriously because I definitely get caught up in the, like, 
okay, do my Bible study, my daily, like, quiet time and pray and go to bed. Or, like, and I forget that, like, I'm talking to the creator of the universe, you know? Yes, yes, um, yes. And there's actually a really awesome quote that I love. I can't say it word for word, but it was, like, it's from Francis Chan, and he said something along the lines of, like, I think we get caught up in life and we forget that the creator of nitrogen and the tree next to you and your best friend and all these things, he created all these things, loves us even though we continue to screw up and that we need to be like so thankful for that every day, not just like show up at church once a month and like try not to be a bad person. So I definitely would think that eighth grade is when I started to take God seriously and I was like, you know, this is requires a life commitment. This isn't just a go to youth events and church and have fun. This is a serious like thing. God needs to be a part of my daily life and and there were times, of course, that I've like struggled with that because life gets busy and stressful and you're tired and there's yes. not enough time in the day to get your homework done, never <laughs> mind like the yes. Bible study. So but um yeah, I would say around eighth grade is when I started taking God, like, really seriously. That's awesome. And then we're going to close. Um, I have one kind of question for you. Um, so what would you say to those listening who haven't, um, they haven't gave their life to Jesus yet, but they're, they're kind of confused. They don't know, you know, what it all entails. Like, what would you tell them? Um, I would definitely recommend talking to a friend who's a believer or someone older than you or just someone who's like um maybe been a believer a little bit longer because they can help you and don't go to them expecting all the answers because no one ever has all the answers but i would really just like talk to someone about it who can talk through things with you because you probably have questions that they can answer and if not they want to find the answer for you because they want you to where they are and have that relationship with Jesus because it's so important and it really will change your life and it, it it's like so so important yes yes I can just speak on my part but like when I like really accepted God and Jesus like when I really like like comprehended what was really happening here my life changed like forever and I'm probably the happiest like I've ever been you know yes definitely yeah I'm sure you can remember, like, how stressed I was, you know, back in the day. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, I mean. You get to experience, like, real joy. And I don't think that word really meant a lot to me before Christ. But, like, now I realize, like, there are moments of just pure and utter happiness where you're yes. so in love with God and you're like, wow, I love this. Yeah, I, love I will literally life. cry I in the middle of public. God. Yeah. Exactly. And it's one of the best, like, there's. I didn't ever feel that happiness until I had Christ. Yeah. And I was like, this is like, this is joy. I'm just so happy and like, oh, it's so great. Yeah, it's like you can't be fulfilled by worldly things because you weren't created for worldly things. No. So. Exactly, and you don't even realize it. But like, and it continues to happen in my life. Like I definitely, one thing I struggle with a lot is putting my worst in my grades and my GPA. Oh, yes, that's definitely. That's what I'm good at and I'm like, I need to, if I'm smart, so I need to get these grades, and if I don't, I'm not, like, good enough, but that's not how that works, and so just being able to, like, find joy in your failures is 
just such a good feeling. Yeah. Like, to know, like, you're meant for something else. Getting a C on this test is not the end of the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's not going to stop God. God. God can take the B that you have in that class or the F that you have in that class or the fact that you're repeating a grade. God can handle it because he's God. Yeah. Yeah. I always have to tell myself, like, if it's not going to, like, change my life or, like, affect my life in five years I shouldn't spend more than five minutes worrying about it because I have to remind myself worrying is like literally like a rocking chair it gives you something to do but it does not get you anywhere in life at all no so right and it, God literally says don't be anxious about anything yes so yes that's always hard to do but I try <laughs> yeah I try it doesn't always work out but I try all right, thank you so, so much for coming on. I'm so glad that you got to share your story. Thank That's you so awesome. You're, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, my gosh, thank you so much. All right, bye. All right, guys, so that was Jessica's story. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you would like to share your story, um, just let me know. Um, you can DM me on Instagram, shoot me an email. Um, my Instagram handle is in the thumbnail picture of this podcast, so make sure you just check that out. Um, thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that you stayed until the end. Um, if you're still around, make sure to drop a five-star review. Tell me what you like. Um, tell me what you don't like. I'm so happy that you're here, and I can't wait to see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Congrats! You listened to me blab for 20 minutes. Now that's a real accomplishment. If you like what you heard, make sure to drop a five-star rating and check me out on YouTube at Samantha Nicole. That's S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Have any suggestions? DM me on Instagram. My handle is located in the bio and on the podcast thumbnail. And that's a wrap. Tune back in for new podcasts every Tuesday and never forget how loved you are.